Welcome back or for the first time. I'm Orrin Moore and this is Two Poems Read and Heard. The theme today is directions. May this move you in a good way. Before we jump into the episode proper and apropos of today's theme, I want to note, as you may have noticed, that it's been a while since my last podcast. Indeed, this episode acts as a standalone episode between seasons one and two. In a break from the prod's normal format and following the second poem read and heard today, I will discuss the plan for season two, which will debut on September 7th of this year. Here too, I will also share some exciting news about the forthcoming autumn publication of my new poetry collection titled Broetry, Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man. Yes, that's the title. It's going to be fire. With that said, let's jump into today's episode. Our first poem today, titled Waiting, was written by Raymond Carver, who lived from 1938 to 1988. He is known for his short stories and poems. Many consider him one of the greatest American writers of the 20th century. His style has been described as dirty realism. He described himself as, quote, inclined toward brevity and intensity. The following poem stays true to these descriptions. Waiting. Left off the highway and down the hill. At the bottom, hang another left. Keep bearing left road will make a Y. Left again. There's a creek on the left. Keep going. Just before the road ends, there'll be another road. Take it and no other. Otherwise, your life will be ruined forever. There's a log house with a shake roof on the left. It's not that house. It's the next house, just over a rise. The house where trees are laden with fruit, where flocks where Cynthia and Marigold grow. It's the house where the woman stands in the doorway wearing sun in her hair. The one who's been waiting all this time. The one who loves you. The one who can say what's kept you. The poem starts with what feels of some idiosyncratic but altogether normal rural directions until about a third way in, when Carver writes, quote, otherwise your life will be ruined forever. Whoa, okay, now that's an unexpected turn and change in direction. But the poet does not linger here. Instead, it is back into the same, here are the directions to the location vibe. But now we know there is something afoot. But only again at the end does Carver turn us back to wonder and surprise. The one who's been waiting all this time. The one who loves you. The one who can say, what's kept you? Good jokes and comedy, almost without exception, contain an element of surprise and incongruity. Poets often do the same, changing the direction and flow of what came before, but less for laughs and more for a sense of wonder and pleasing astonishment that, when successful, connect seemingly disparate ideas or feelings that may then produce a moment of awe and perhaps new understanding. Carver's waiting is perhaps the best example of this I've read. The second poem today is titled, A Compass in Slanted Lands. I wrote it upon realizing that the Pacific Ocean coast nearest me faced not west, but instead southwest. A Compass in Slanted Lands. Carrying a compass in this longitudinally slanted land, 
I realized I was often wrong as to which way is north, and thus west, east too, and south. Where? I thought I knew, sitting in my room, that the wall by my bed was east of my eyes. It is northeast, a slight and real difference that shook me so. Because I thought I really knew which way things were and the direction of my path, day after day, trip after trip. I was wrong about until I checked a compass to know north and thus west, east too, and south, were which way they were. Having been sure I knew, only to find out I was askew, in the directions of my paths, shakes me so still that I now consult compasses that are not my own and mark the changing spot on the horizon where the sun sets as the seasons march. How has your compass changed? As mentioned, I'm breaking the normal podcast form here. In order to discuss both plans for season two and news about the publication of my new poetry collection. Why the long break between seasons, you may be asking. Firstly, given how grateful and heartened I am both by the thousands of people who have decided to listen to the pod and the positive feedback I have received from those who have reached out with comment, I am to further increase the pod's positive growth and flow with increased promotion, tell your friends and share it on the internet, and even better episodes that will be released on a more frequent and consistent basis. To that end, Season 2 will consist of 16 episodes with a new episode every Tuesday. The first one drops September 7th. The second reason for the break has been to allow me to focus on other aspects of my creative writing and poetic career. Foremost, as related to this podcast, I'm excited to announce the publication of my forthcoming poetry collection, Broetry, Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man, which will be coming out during the 2021 holiday season. You may be asking, is that title for real or is it a joke? The answer is yes. If you like what I'm doing herein, I'm confident you will enjoy this collection and that it will invoke the whoa, wow within. Is my opinion biased? Yeah. Is my opinion correct? Also, yeah. For those who want to pre-order the book, which helps a lot in terms of book ranking and algorithms and is thus much appreciated, drop me a line at twopoemsreadandheard at gmail.com. That's a numerical too. In the meantime, please rate, subscribe, review, and otherwise share this podcast with those who think can benefit from more poetry in their lives. I hope you enjoy your summer, or perhaps it's winter, depending on where you sit. And if it calls to you, write that poetry that can't be stopped or held back.